After World War II, from 1946 to 1964, a new breed was raised up. A strong clan of brilliant, fearless, invincible people. Ones who believed they could do anything. Who changed the very culture of the entire world. This clan is the tribe known as the Baby Boomers. But somehow life happened. The J.O.B., the family, the kids. For some, divorce, remarriage, more kids, moving, new jobs, layoffs. And then the very people whose motto was, never trust anyone over 30, suddenly passed that age and now are doubling. Many now with dim vision, lost hopes, and broken dreams are fearful that it's all over and the only thing that's left is regret. But out of the ashes was born Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again to surpass their glory days and achieve even greater things now. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Nope! It's Bobby the Boomer! Bobby the Boomer! Hey! Bobby! Bobby boy! Yes, Grandpa? Go fix it the world! Here's Bobby. Well, hello. This is Baby to Bobby to Boobity Beedy 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 Bob. What? <laughs> this is Bobby the Boomer, the Baby Boomer's buddy, coming to you today. Yeah, on a rainy day in Chattanooga, Tennessee, I actually pulled my car into a parking lot of some place and I turned the car off because the rain is coming down and I need to focus and I'm not going to want the windshield wipers flip-flapping, making lots of noise and I will edit out the rain as best I can on the pitter-patter on the old mobile studio, not being mobile right now. Anyhow... What's today's title, Bobby? Well, today's title of the episode is... Missed It By That Much. Yeah, Baby Boomers, you remember that old show Get Smart with the guy who talked into his telephone shoe and he would do something and almost get it, whether he'd shoot at something and miss or... I don't know, he'd do all sorts of stuff and then when he missed, he'd look at uh, his uh, Agent 99, his love interest, yeah, and then he would say... Missed it by that much. Did I miss somebody when I was shooting? Did I miss somebody when I threw a... Sometimes I throw stuff in the garbage can. Well, I try to get things in the garbage can, and I missed it by that much. But nope, that's not what I'm talking about today. Today I'm talking about a kind of a continuation from regretting things when I was talking about how we need to have a new perspective for better or worse. Was it better that something happened, or was it worse? It depends on how we look at it. And it got me thinking, because I had talking, I was talking about the PA school, or physician assistant school I went to, and then decided not to go to it. But something happened that kind of was instrumental mental not medical instruments, but instrumental in getting me to uh, one more thing to make me think about, well, maybe I shouldn't be here. I was in the first semester, and they were telling us all the stuff that I told you on the prior episodes, and if you haven't listened to those yet, you can go back later and listen to those. You catch up, or you can subscribe, and every time a new show comes out, you'll be notified. And if you want to give me a rating, please do on iTunes. It's a one to five. Five's the best. Best one's the worst. You give me whatever you feel you want to give me. At any rate, that helps the algorithms and uh, we get more people in the baby boomer tribe. Yes, we can. Anyhow, so I was thinking about all that and one of the things that happened to me on the very first semester was taking an anatomy and physiology class. We're talking about med school anatomy and physiology, not the little, you know, 
preparatory, fill in the blanks, get a bunch of classes, the core curriculum when you're doing community college and stuff like that. Because I took those classes already, but this was physician assistant medical school anatomy and physiology was three hours a day, five days a week. Yes, long classes, really difficult, a lot of stuff to remember, but what made it even harder was there was this fella about my age, because I was, I mean, was in my 50s when I went. I think he might have been a couple of more years older than me. He was uh, in draft age, a little bit older than me when Vietnam was going on. Anyhow, he was like a, a, a young person wannabe, or he was wanting to be, wishing he was a young person, because this guy, uh, I ain't gonna name names, because I'm still trying to forgive him, which the moral of the story will come at the end. But anyhow, so this guy, he pranced around, kind of thought he was like the be-all and end-all of everybody, talking about himself all the time. Whoops. He really loved giving tests, like he would give five-part questions See, and if you miss just one of the five parts, did you get one-fifth off? No, you got the whole question mark wrong. So his tests were pretty hard in the first place, but he would do his best to make things as hard as possible, and that's okay, because you ought to know the difference between cutting on a knee and cutting on a shoulder. Yes, 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 and all the innards that you got to learn about. There's a lot of things in brains and stuff, so... I give him credit for knowing his stuff because he was really good at it. Did it for years and years and years and years and years. Was tenured and all that stuff for professors and everything like that. Anyhow, when we were going through school, I realized that was kind of difficult for a 50-year-old competing with 20-year-olds. And so I said, sir, I need to go tutoring. Uh, and uh, please, could we set that up? So we set that up. And I went to meetings with him on a regular basis. And I would ask questions and I would learn. Because when I take the test, I would I would pass them, and there was a minimum requirement of passing. So you had to have all these classes passed with a certain grade, certain average, and then you could move on to the next semester. Yes. So this class was, like I said, three hours long every day, and it was a long class. In fact, funny story about that friend that came out from Houston with me, and we tried all sorts of tricks. The young ones were telling us how you, you if you choose something like chew uh, what. What is it the sunflower seeds or you get some nuts and raisins to chew on so you don't fall asleep because they turn the lights out and they're playing these things and the guys would you know some of the professors would be talking like this and they're kind of boring so you know you want to try to stay awake well this friend of mine <laughs> I won't name him. He uh, he fell asleep one time and started snoring. This boy, I think he had sleep apnea or something. He started snoring louder than loud could be. And the professor just stood right in front of him and just watched him snore. And for a good few minutes, and all the class was like, what's he going to do? And finally, my friend, uh, he's like... And he woke up and looked up and saw the professor standing above him. And he went, I was asleep. I got a good chuckle out of the whole class. Anyhow, that's the funny story for this part of the show. So I went to tutoring. I knew that things were getting tough. So I thought, well, let me go to tutoring. And let me go to his meetings once a week or twice a week, whatever it was, that we could ask any questions we could. So I was making the effort. He saw me making the effort. And he told me one time that he said, I know you're really trying hard, you're making the effort, so if you miss it by a few points, now to me a few is more than two or three, few, two is a couple, so more than two is a few in my book. Anyhow, so he said if you miss by, if you miss the grade to go to the next or, you know, to pass this test or this course, if you miss the score you need 
to pass this course. I, I'll make it up. I'll, I'll take care of you. And I thought, oh, that's wonderful because I'm really trying hard and that's a nice deal. So, come time, final exam. I'll take the final exam and, uh, I missed the grade that they wanted by a zero point five. Yes, half a point. Missed it by half a point. Not a few points, half a point. Yes. And then I was told that I had not passed and I had to repeat the whole semester and go back to the next class. Instead of the graduating class I was in, I was going to have to go back a class and graduate six months or three months later, whatever it was, the semester later. And so I went to meet with this professor, and I said, sir? And he said, yes. Actually, I had a tape recorder in my briefcase recording the whole thing, like I have this little recorder. I had it, uh, the thing that I was using to take notes for class, so if I did fall asleep, or I could listen over and over and over again to get what I didn't get the first time through. Anyhow, I put it in my briefcase, and I had a conversation with the man. Found out later, by the way, that you can't record a recording of two people unless you tell a person, I'm going to record this. But the thing is, when you tell them, I'm going to record this, then they lie their butts off and they don't say the truth. And you can't catch them in a lie because they're going to perform for the recording, which is irrelevant in this particular case. I was told by the lawyer that I could not use this tape. Hence, I'm not a physician assistant and I did not complete physician assistant school Anyhow, so we're having this meeting, and I said to the man, I said, sir, remember you said if I went to tutoring and tried my best, if I missed by a few points, you would help me out, correct? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, I only missed by half a point. And then he said, I don't care what I said. I ain't going to help you because you're 50 years old. You shouldn't be here anyhow. You're a veteran, and I don't like veterans. I guess he was a hippie during the Vietnam time. You're a veteran, and I don't like you, and I don't think you should be here, and I'm not going to help you. And I said, sir, you said you gave your word, and you said you would. And he said, our meeting's over. Get out of here. Well, if I could have used that uh, tape recorder, things might have been a little bit different. I don't know, because I missed it by that much. The thing that really burned me, because I was going to name this, I was going to name this episode the unjust instructor or talk about bad things and be upset about it. But you know, the thing that did upset me at the time kind of ticks me off when I rehearse it a little bit. That's why we shouldn't do that. Uh, talking to myself. Yes, Bobby, listen to yourself. Anyhow, the thing that really ticked me off the most was he loved the pretty people. He loved the pretty young folks. Didn't like us old veterans. And I don't know, my wife thinks I'm kind of handsome. <laughs> yeah, so, but he liked hanging out with pretty young folks. He liked going out drinking and partying with the young, pretty 25 and so men and women. He liked just partying, trying to relive his youth, I reckon, and be a hippie again. Yes, yes, yes. So he just didn't like me and he wasn't going to help me. Well, the thing that ticked me off was I knew my partner that fell asleep in class. Yeah, he missed by five points on the final test and the, do- the doc uh, or professor they call them doctors of education, whatever, but professor, he gave it to him. And then I knew a girl who told me she missed by 10 points, not a half a point, not a point, not two points, not a few points, 10 points. And he gave it to her. She wasn't that pretty either, by the way. I'm not 
besmirching her, but you ain't going to see who she is anyhow, But uh, in my opinion. But he helped her out, and he helped uh, another person out for five points and another person out. And I found out this, but of course, when I was trying to build my case, I went to the board to try to build my case and try to do that. I couldn't use the recording. The guy said he wasn't going to help me and said some mean things too, but, uh, you know, God bless him, and I'll forgive him again. When I went to the board, they said, well, we're not going to help you. You got to repeat the class there. That's that. Dun, 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 dun. And they make more money because, you know, wouldn't have finished faster. I had to stay longer because that's the way the world turns, right? Anyhow, it is unjust and things like that happens. But the thing also, I understand because why would you cut your nose off to spite your face? That's a saying my mama used to say. Why would you do that? So if I had asked any of these folks to stand up for me and go into the board and say, yeah, I missed about 10 points and the professor gave it to me because he fill in the blank. And yeah, I missed about five points and was asleep most of the time during class, but uh, he liked me, so I got, I got through. And anyhow, I don't think very much if I'd asked them, would you come to bat for me and tell what he did for you? Well, why would they do that? It's like common sense. I don't hold it against them. I mean, they were just self-surviving. And I don't know. So I'm telling you, I mean, come on now. It's like, hey, tell on yourself that you failed the class and the professor, you're going to get him in trouble for being partial to some students and not to others. And then you're going to put yourself on the line by saying, I didn't pass it by 10 points. And this guy only missed by half a point. So yeah, it wasn't fun. It wasn't just, and I missed it by that much. And I'm laughing because, you know, that's uh, water under the bridge. Talking about I'm looking at the rain on the windshield. That's just water under the bridge. Goes along with my prior episodes and things I'll be talking about. You know, if you can't change something, ain't nothing you can do about it. And it's done. I'm going to go with the for better or worse. And it turned out for the better. Like I was saying in my prior episode, you can go back and look at that later. And, uh, yeah, that's what I have for you today. I hope it was at least entertaining. And I hope it didn't bring up old scars and bad things for you. And if it did, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, just let it go. Cause it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna do you no good rehearsing and going over and over again. Cause it ain't gonna change nothing. So make it a good day. No matter what's going on with you, look for the good and you'll find it. That's what I have for you today. This is Bobby the Boomer, the baby boomer's buddy on a rainy day in Chattanooga, Tennessee, saying to you, stay safe. Goodbye and God bless. 